Grace Bible Church, welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. Thank you for taking a moment to listen in with us today. Uh, today it's just me and John Hayes, our children's pastor. So, and children's and uh, local missions, is that right? That's right, right. Okay, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of a new thing. I have to get used to that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so how's that going? How are, how are things going for, for you and children's ministry? And you're kind of transitioning into taking on some more of that stuff, stuff you already had. But what are some of those things that are involved in that local mission thing? Yeah. Yeah, so this is a this is a cool opportunity um, to really just be given more time to think through uh, what does outreach look like uh, in our community. And so, you know, we're blessed with our location to be next to SFA's campus, to be next to the charter school, and also to be next to Regay Elementary. And so, God has given us this open door with these three schools. And so, uh, a big portion of what I'll be doing is helping to continue to make inroads, but then to bring. Um, you as the church in on uh, ministering the gospel to Regal Elementary and families at charter school and, uh, you know, all these different opportunities trying to think through, man, what would this look like for our church to participate in bringing the gospel to our neighbors? Um, so we've got some some cool opportunities coming up. Uh, SFA, uh, his camp, which is done by Coach Johnny Cardenas for uh, the SFA baseball team is yeah. coming up October 24th. Uh, this is going to be uh, just a two-hour baseball clinic, uh, but we're going to pair it with an outreach opportunity for reggae and charter families to get to know some of them. And um, Johnny's going to have an opportunity to share the gospel with these kids as we build relationships with the families. So a lot of really cool, exciting stuff going on, a lot of new things. Um, so it's been a blast. That's, yeah. that's really cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I wanted to to, to take a, a second today to uh, to talk a little bit about local missions in a different way, you know, local mm. missions being our families and, yeah. and, you know, you don't get any more local than yeah. the people you live with. Yeah. And, um, and so a while back we, we did a, a family worship seminar. We've done it maybe a couple of times. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit with, uh, our men's ministry, but we haven't done anything within a while. So I thought today, why don't we just take a little moment to do a little refresher on family worship and that kind of thing. And then we'll talk a little bit about how family discipleship plays into children's ministry and, and that kind of thing. So um, so this idea of family worship is basically that uh, that as a family, we should be reading the word, praying, and singing together. At least that, maybe even more than that. But, um, you know, this is something that was clearly taught all throughout Scripture. Um, we noticed that one of my favorite examples is the story of Abraham and Isaac, and they're going up the mountain and um, Isaac is used to seeing this thing happen over and over again, right? So uh, they're going up the mountain. They've got basically all the necessities except the the thing they're going to sacrifice. And and so he notices these things and he asks Abraham, like, "Hey, you know, where's what's what's the deal?" And, and so he's told to lay down. And of course, we see God's faithfulness to provide a sacrifice in his place. But um, but the reason that Isaac knew something was up is because he's worshiped with his dad over and over again. Mm -hmm. And he's seen that before. Um, and so the same thing is, should be true in our homes that we are worshiping the Lord all the time. Um, so that we're showing our children what it looks like to, um, declare the worth of our God by giving our lives, giving our time, reading his word, singing, singing his praise and, and praying to him. And so, um, and so kind of like in a real practical way, what that looks like in our family is um, right after dinner, while we still have their attention, you know, they're not quite got the pajamas on, so they're not like getting into sleepy mode. Uh, right after dinner, we get out the Bible, we'll read, we'll read, right now we're reading through Exodus, and so we'll read a portion of scripture. 
and um, then we'll pray together and then we'll sing a song or two together. Um, and we try to do that every night. Of course, we're not perfect and we're not always successful at doing what we hope to set out to do. Um, but we try to make that a routine. We try to, to, to make that happen more often than it does not happen. Um, there are obviously you know, things that, that do happen, but we want those to be exceptions, not the rule, you know? Mm. So, um, and so I wanted to, to, to kind of, you know, encourage our, our guys with that. Um, now obviously every, every family looks a little bit different. Um, you know, of course there's like the ideal family, which is, you know, a husband and a wife and two and a half kids, I think is like the, (laughs) like the average or whatever, you know? And, um, but we also know that there are many broken homes and there are, uh, single parents and there's adoptive families and then there's people that are single and live by themselves with no children and and um and so this is this is a rhythm that we all should be doing regardless of what our family makeup is right you know um and so you know if you're a single mom with kids at home you still should be you know reading the word with your children praying and singing together, whether it's a, a children's study Bible or, a, or a, um, you know, a ch- what's the, not a study Bible, but a, like a children's storybook Bible yeah. is what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, or reading the scriptures, you know, especially if you got teenagers that can sit there and, and can hear, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the scriptures read and be able to sit still for, for longer than a couple minutes, you know, the reading <laughs> the, reading the, the Bible with them is, is incredibly uh, helpful. Um, but then singing together, and I know that this is like, we heard a, we were talking about, you and I were talking about this the other day, John, um, uh, there's a, a guy in our church who posted on Facebook and he said something about, you know, singing with his children in church. And he's like, I think he said something about sounding like a, what was it? Like a donkey that got donkey, run over or something, yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> it didn't matter. It was just about singing to the Lord. Right. Yeah. And, and doing that next to your children, yeah. but showing them that singing, which is something that scripture commands us to do singing for his glory singing to teach i mean um you know john y'all y'all sing a bunch of you know songs and, and kids ministry and you know, we use those to teach right yeah. i mean yeah. my kids come home singing them yeah you know like what's one of the the songs that you guys have done yeah, in yeah. the past yeah so uh one of our one of my favorite songs is a song that the chorus says you made everything and you made me and everything that you have made is for your glory yeah like what a foundational truth that we get to sing you know every month with our kids yeah and it's that's like a catechism question that's exactly it's like three of them yeah like that's like the the first questions we teach our kids which a a catechism is just a a series of questions and answers for teaching doctrine and theology which is a, a good thing to do in your family worship time you know you'll have Bible reading, singing, and prayer. And then one of the things I would encourage families to branch out and try uh, beyond that, once you've got the, that basic rhythm down, is is introducing a catechism. But yeah. one of the things that we ask our kids, or the, the few things we ask our kids early on is, you know, Solomon right now is learning these, uh, our two-year-old. And I'll say, who made you? And he'll go, God. And I'll say, well, what else did God make? And he said, all things. <laughs> and uh, and I'll say, well, why did God make you and all things? And he said, for his own glory. And, um, and yeah, so, that, so you're teaching where those, those songs really have a way of kind of infiltrating the heart yeah. sometimes more than, you know, just rote memory or whatever mm-hmm. has. Um, so yeah, so singing, singing the truth together allows us to, to, to learn the truth and then to worship him, um, as a response to, to who he is and what he's done. And then of course, praying together. And there's many different ways we can pray together as a family. Uh, you can, you can pray prayers of adoration where you, 
you know, just praise God for who he is. Um, you did, you, you made everything, you know, for them to be able to pray um, those things about who he is and, and his character, um, just praising God with our prayer. Um, we're, we're pretty quick to do the, the prayer of supplication, which is still a good thing to do. But a lot of times it's, hey, can you give me this? Hey, can you do this for me? Which God does, at, God does encourage us to do, right? Like, yeah. Ask us, ask me for thing, yeah. uh, for things. You know, is a is a good thing to do, but I think we should balance that with praising Him, asking for things, praise of confession. Yeah, you know, that's something that that maybe just over the past year I've started doing with our kids is having them admit their sin. You know, before the family, which is hard to do, but yeah. but then to have them pray and ask God for help with that, that yeah. they would um, have help um, repenting. Mm. And then uh, prayers of thanksgiving, you know, giving giving thanks to God for the wonderful things he's done. Sometimes you can wrap all that up into one prayer, but sometimes, you know, it's good to kind of rotate through those and be more intentional, especially with younger kids on just focusing on one thing. You yeah. know, today we're going to confess today or we're going to be thankful today. Um, and so those are just regular rhythms we should be doing as a family. And um, I just encourage all of you, you know, those of you that are, that are listening to this, that sounds daunting to you. One um, I'd love to help you, you know, and, and any of our pastors and, and staff would love to, to help you with that. If you have questions about that, questions about resources or yeah. whatever, um, how is that, what does that look like in, in your family, John? What's the kind of routine for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Atticus, our son is almost two. And so his attention span is about 30 seconds right now. <laughs> so we can sometimes get through a Jesus storybook Bible story, mm-hmm. or sometimes we can get through the doxology. Yeah. Um, you know, but it is that trying to, just like you said, show the rhythms of this is important to us. This is what is central to our family. And so bringing them into that, um, you know, and it's, it's easy to let the kids dictate what the rhythms are going to be for the family. You know, yeah. like it's, it's hard. And I mean, I say this like, owning this for myself. It, it, it's hard to be intentional when you're like, I'm tired and our three month old is not sleeping. Um, you know, but it, it's so good for our kids to see that this is what matters to mom and dad. And this is what's changed mom and dad's hearts. And so yeah. this is something that is important to my family. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is a struggle for everyone. No, no doubt. Don Whitney is, is one of the guys who, who kind of, uh, I guess lately has been like a, a strong voice in, in this. And uh, have you taken his spiritual disciplines class yet? I haven't yet. John and I are both are, are seminary students. Um, yeah. And uh, so Don Whitney is a, is a professor at, at Southern Seminary where we go. And um, anyway, so I did have his class. I, I went on campus for that class and he had a, a whole talk about family worship. And he even admitted in the class, he said, you know, my daughter, when she graduated, uh, from high school, she was valedictorian. She got up to do her valedictorian speech, and she said, "My daddy would lead us in family worship every day." And he's <laughs> like, "I know that's not true because I did not do it every day." Yeah. Um, and uh, but it was a it was it was that. And he said, "You know, and we we struggle." He's like, "I got teenage kids. Um, you know, they're distracted by their phone while we're trying to do mm-hmm. family worship, and that's frustrating. It's hard. You know, it's, a lot of that's hard." And this is the man who's like written books on this. You know, and so. <laughs> It's difficult, you know, yeah. to to have everybody focused on what we're supposed to be doing, but it's it's worthy of it, and it's cool that like his daughter says, yeah, he did it every day. Yeah. Now, of course, we know that's not true, but for her, it felt true that yeah. that was a rhythm that yeah. was established in their family, and so that's my prayer. I would love, you know, for my kids to say, you know, we we read the word every day in our mm. in our home. Yeah. Now, obviously, I've already messed that up, but. <laughs> um, but uh, but for that to be a, a rhythm in their families when they have children as well, 
uh, would be a huge blessing and would glorify the Lord. Mm. So, like I said, if y'all have questions about that, we'd love to talk with you about yeah. it. It's joyous for uh, joyous for our families and would love to, to share, you know, tips and tricks and, uh, even our own failures with you. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we would love to, to do that. But, um, I'd love to kind of transition a little bit, John, to, to talking about how, you know, this is we're we're disciple makers in our own families. And then, you know, part of that rhythm is bringing in the church, bringing yeah. them to, to corporate worship with us, bringing them to children's ministry or little mm-hmm. kids ministry. And, and um, you know, so could you maybe describe, and we talked about this just a, a week or two ago when, when we had you and, and Bobby on, but um, can you d- describe again, you know, for us, what, how it looks to, to, you know, how are you coming alongside families that are discipling their children in their homes, yeah. but then here, you know, they're also being discipled. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of it depends on, uh, what age the kid is, you know, at different ages, kids are able to receive and sit under different things. Um, and so for, you know, our little kids, that looks like being consistent in classrooms and having a consistent person telling them, Hey, this is who God is. God loves you. God made you. Um, and then in elementary school, you know, we now begin to transition them to sitting in family service and it's once a month, you know, um, but it's, it's an important discipline for them to learn to be a part of the local congregation. Um, because after, they're done with high school and they go off to college or wherever the Lord calls them to next, you know, they will go to find a local congregation. And so we can help train them of this is what it looks like to be a part of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in refuge, you know, they take that the next step further where they sit in service every Sunday and then they supplementally have uh, right now the church history seminar is their, their age specific teaching time, you know? Um, And so we want to pair that with, you know, we want them to be in service because it's good for them to see you as their parent worship and us as their congregation worship. Um, but we also know that it's good for them to have age-specific teaching time, you know, mm-hmm. where the way that you teach a fifth grader is different than the way you teach a 25-year-old. And so uh, we would love to, um, you know, have this be a formational time for them where we're learning the story of Scripture so that as you're reading in your homes, uh, we can hopefully provide a framework for what's happening, you know, because it's so helpful to know when you open up to Ephesians, that this is written by the Apostle Paul. And the Apostle Paul wrote letters to the churches that he visited. And so as we're mm-hmm. doing the story, as we're teaching the story of Scripture, hopefully we're building out this big framework to understand what is the Bible, what is the bigger storyline of the Bible, and then how do these different books fit into that? Um, and so that's just one of our hopes is just Bible literacy. You know, another thing that we're we're starting to do more now is to to be on the offensive in teaching theology to our kids. You know, it's easy for us to be reactive of a kid asked, well, how can God be three in one? You're like, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> Let me now try to respond to this without having given this any thought. Um, but in kids' ministry, as we're as we're uh, reading the New Testament and seeing Jesus' baptism, uh, Jesus being baptized, the Spirit descending, and the Father speaking, this is my Son in whom I'm well pleased, we're realizing, wow, that's a huge topic. It's really confusing of who is the Trinity. And so in October, we're going to spend a month talking through what is the Trinity? How can God be three in one? And then a week of who is the Father, then who is the Son, who is the Spirit? Hmm. And this helps us build out a framework to get ahead of the questions, right? And then we can welcome their questions after that, after we've been able to teach a little bit on that. Um, And so hopefully this is a help to you, parents, um, to know that that we are trying to come alongside you to provide 
teaching time to your kids. Um, you know, and, and uh, Steve and I were talking about this phrase before today, but you know, the, the phrase of what is taught versus what is caught, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we want to, we want to get out ahead and teach our kids what's true. What's also so impactful is, is what they're going to catch from you. Um, and so as we are faithful in service to show that gathering together is an essential part of us as being healthy disciples, uh, then that helps us show our kids this is what it means. And they're watching us. You know, they're looking to us to see what does a healthy disciple look like. And so um, as we are uh, faithful in our disciplines, it helps show our kids what it looks like to be um, a healthy and faithful disciple of Jesus. And so um, I say that to say uh, how we want to be a help to you, parents. Um, I've now learned that it is hard. Uh, <laughs> and many of you know that better than I do. Um, but we also would love to come alongside you in any way that we can um, and, and know that we're praying for you as you do this. You're not in it alone. And um, we're all learning what this looks like together. That's awesome. So uh, if you if you were a volunteer or a, a, a leader in your in your ministry, somebody's you know serving in your ministry, um, how equipped do they need to be to be able to you know help teach these children things that like you said, like you're sometimes you know a kid comes to you with a question, and you've got to yeah. kind of shoot from the hip, like yeah. you know, yeah. like what what's the kind of knowledge requirement, and what's mm. the what's the the expectation there for somebody serving there? Yeah. Well, I um, really, I, I think anybody can do this. Uh, I also think a perfectly fine answer is, I'm not sure. That's a great question. Let's go ask somebody who can help <laughs> yeah. us find that answer. Yeah. Uh, I use that a lot in kids ministry. Um, so on my volunteer side, I say, hey, that is a great thing. If you, We would rather give kids the true answer rather than just a answer. Um, and so we uh we try to to do that a lot of say that's a great question let's go find somebody who can help me um you know with as far as the expectation on training we try to provide as many resources as we can so that you know often we are learning what we're about to teach the kids ourselves Mm. um it's amazing how much we learn how much i learn just preparing to teach um these little ones and so that's a you know that's a helpful thing that as we go you, uh, as a volunteer, I, I know will learn a lot just because God's word is ever changing. Um, ever, rather, God's word is speaking different things to us in different seasons. Uh, as mm-hmm. we read and we go through different seasons, different themes throughout the scripture are going to be brought forth. And so, um, you know, that's that's an amazing aspect that we can be learning together as we now then get to teach these little ones. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, it is a such an incredible thing to see what children will get a hold of and yeah. remember. And then, you know, frankly, I mean, my kids often um, counsel me mm. and teach me and remind me of the truth. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll hear me, hear me say, well, I'm worried about this or I'm, you know, I'm afraid of this or whatever. Mm. And they'll remind me like, Daddy, we shouldn't, shouldn't worry about any yeah. things, but you know, we should go to God in prayer or, yeah. you know, um, it's really cool to kind of, when your kids start discipling you, it's like a, like <laughs> yeah. a cyclical, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, as we hand them, it's, they, they believe with a, a simple faith, you know, it's a black and white kind of thing. Well, yeah. God is this way. And so yeah. you shouldn't be this way. And, um, that's super helpful for us where we try to kind of, um, you know, skirt around things or mm. we create excuses for ourselves and they remind us of the facts. Yeah. And, um, that's really really huge. So, um, well, John, I appreciate what you're doing and uh, thanks for coming alongside our family to help shepherd our children as well. 
Um, church, this this uh, this Sunday uh, we have um, the orchestra is up. I mean, not the orchestra. Oh my gosh, there's no <laughs> orchestra yet. Uh, so <laughs> the uh, the choir I meant is up, an orchestra of voices, if you will. Yes. Um, yeah, the choir singing this Sunday, which is really cool. And um, but but always, you know, just like just like we um, try to have a, a routine and a structure to family worship. We have a, a routine and a structure to what we do on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably been a, a, a few episodes since I've talked about this. So, um, so we, we, we do worship in this, this structure of God, man, Christ and response. And we'll be doing that as we, as we sing and as we hear the word and we pray together, we have a, another baptism this Sunday, which is always exciting. Yeah. And, um, we're so thankful for the Lord saving people. Yes. You know, this isn't, this isn't a, um, this isn't a parade of, of, of faithfulness because of Grace Bible Church. This is a, a, a display of, uh, you know, people are sharing their, uh, identification with Christ and that they're following him and they're, they're, uh, announcing that to the church by doing this. And so yeah. that's super, um, exciting to see this Sunday. Um, and uh, of course, continuing through through Exodus, and um, what a what a blessing it is to 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 see the Lord's faithfulness continuing to pursue His people, mm-hmm. even uh, in the middle of suffering and trial. Yeah. Uh, he is He is with them, yeah. and so um, that's super joyful. So, uh, Church, we love you. If we can be a, a help to you in family worship, if that's something you have questions about, please talk to me or one of the other. Um, pastors or staff, we would uh, love to share our experience and get you connected with some good resources and that kind of thing. Um, it's been joyful for for our family to to spend time around the table eating a meal together, but then feasting on His Word as well um, has been so formative for us. And so we would just want to pass down what one time somebody shared with us, you know, so that we could uh, give that to, to others. And so, anyway, John, any parting words? Nope. Nope. Well. I have some. (laughs) And the parting words are, we love you and we'll see you later. See ya.